At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. No, I don't think you're right. I've got the... My money is on... Uh, I can't say it out loud now, can I? Because the mics are on. Hey, it's not raining out. That's How about that? amazing. Ken Willis, Isn't Zach Dean sitting in for Goblin Kelly. We were uh, doing that game that everybody that works in a workplace around other people plays <laughs> from time to time. Who among us is most likely to uh, to snap? Yep. <laughs> And go off and go nuts. Yeah, and you could know, be sitting in this room. Yeah, maybe wish you weren't here. <laughs> There's yeah. no one in this room who's motivated <laughs> enough. To get That's a lot of energy. Snapping is something I'm not into. Uh, anyway, uh, this is Daytona Motor Mouse. Goblin Kelly. Uh, he did what uh, you know tired old guys do after spending too much time at the racetrack. He left town scared. You don't see me doing that, do you? I think he floated out of town. You could have. He's in Cincinnati. Is that where he went? He went to Cincinnati. He's got a daughter up there, and uh, that's where he is, up there crossing that old Red River, or whatever the hell it is there below. Might be the Ohio. It's a nice time of year to have that nice chilly, too. Nice and cool out. Yeah, I think it's down in the low 90s, I think, there anyway. It'd be chilly. Uh, We just had the uh, Firecracker 400 here in town, and um, boy, oh, boy. No, that was a doozy. There's one that's had some uh, weird winners, you know, some some scratch your head winners, you know, surprise winners. You got your Greg Sachs, you got your Sam McQuag, cool. you got your Jimmy Spencer won his first ever race here. John Andretti won a race here. Nobody saw those coming, but uh, I'm telling you, um, up until about four o'clock on Sunday afternoon, I don't think anybody would have known that there was a guy in the field named Justin, named Justin Haley. Haley. Yeah. Well, he was running 28th when they all started a wreck. Yep. 27th, I heard. Oh, so you're selling him short. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Did he pass a car all day? <sighs> yeah, he look probably, at the loop data. He probably passed like Kevin Harvick because he was running on three wheels nah, for the second I'm talking, half I'm talking race. about not any car that was not wrecked or yeah, wrecking. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, you know, we you've all but you're all aware of the circumstances surrounding that. What we're here to do is to discuss whether or not was there anything NASCAR could have done. There's one thing they could have done. Yeah, have the race at eleven o'clock. Next. Okay. No. After they had already passed that, what could they have done? You're talking about to continue the race to or finish to the race. Yeah. Oh, they could have just not they waited. Could, they could have waited it out and had yeah. a Coke Zero Four Hundred at night again. Yeah, because well, they could have. They only needed thirty three more laps. By the and it, time and it was I nice left, out as we were leaving. Yeah. By the time <laughs> I left, the sun was out. It was beautiful. I, I went was, to the beach when I got home. I was ready to go play nine, except yeah. I didn't have golf clubs cool and I didn't have any desire to go play golf. Other than that, I could have gone and played nine. I think Justin Haley's president or whoever the team owners are still over there dropping f bombs in the media center. That was a new one. Yeah, yeah, he did it twice, and he slammed the table. Too. I know, and he he asked ahead of time. He says, "What's the uh, culture here? Is this yeah. PC?" And Jenna Fryer immediately said, "Nope." And he dropped. And he it. says, "It's uh, it's effing big." Or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, so. it's a big effing deal. Yeah, that's what it was. Can we can we bleep out on this show? Yeah, I don't think so. We don't have a delay button. 
So, I mean, they could have waited and run it later, but then, you know, they would have been ending that thing about 8 o'clock, and everybody wanted to leave. So you got to weigh on the one hand, do we want a, a, a less than legitimate champion of the race? That's putting it lightly. Yes, uh, or an, an undeserving winner of the race. Or do we keep everybody here and they're dying to go home? The only person who will be glad that we stayed and raced this thing tonight would be the winner. Yeah. Everybody else would be upset. And he said, Steve O'Donnell, you know, he's the racing chief yeah. over there in NASCAR. He's got a lengthier title than that, but I like to call him the, uh, he's like a VP, executive VP, chief racing development officer, something like that. Uh, he said, uh, blah, blah, blah. Didn't have time to drive to track Saturday night, he said. Then Sunday, long delay, long red flag, and certainly wanted to see those laps play out. But every indicator we had was that we weren't going to be able to do that and kind of said enough is enough for the safety and sake of everybody, unfortunately, to call the race. I don't know if calling the race did anything for the sake and safety of everybody. Maybe the sake. What what safety measures were taken? I think it's one of the things you always throw out the word safety when you're wanting to you know, get everybody to shut up. Safety. Backward, yeah. <laughs> it's better. See, he couldn't use out, use the other, uh, tried and true. It's for the kids. It's all about the kids. But I don't understand. I call it all you want, but they, they waited through all the BS and the hard rain and lightning. And then they didn't call it. <laughs> and then they finally called it when the sun was coming out. How about good old days before lightning radars? Oh, we would have been, we would have been done. Yeah. Everyone eight mile radius. You, you get sucks. that in you get that in uh, high school football, college no, football. You Thor get a lot of college football. Thor guards. Thor guard. They're miserable. Like, like a superhero. I'll be hearing in about a month from now. I think when we yeah. get the preseason classics, those those <sighs> never get rained out. Sometimes they get hurricaned out. Well, you football. What the it's probably what'll happen in the race next Late year. August. Do they have a hurricane detector at the track for next for the August race Let next me. year? About <laughs> <laughs> the Jim Cantori four hundred. <laughs> uh, I got a I got a theory on this. What they need to do, I mean, you know, we're not telling anybody that anything they don't know. But late August isn't necessarily without its chances of day after day of afternoon thunderstorms, which all the more reason to go back to my theory, my my proposal to make this a road, road course. course race. Yeah. yeah, bring the rain tires, make it a road course race. You totally differentiate it from the five hundred, and you get rid of this whole you know problem with rain. Unless, of course, having said that. Even the Rolex was cut Lightning. short this year because yeah, well, no, it was puddled. The water was so deep, they were putting buoys out in, out there. Yeah, yeah. they had uh, they were dropping artificial reefs in Turn Six. I think <laughs> the water was so deep. But I will say, everybody complains about the rain. But this is my fourth fourth time out there in July, and this July. was the first time it's this rain has ever been a problem. Well, so much for your. Good luck, I was on sir. a roll. Yep. Uh, had you ever heard of Steyr Motorsports before? This it's weekend, Steyr, number one. What is it? Spire. Oh. Uh, so have you? Apparently not. <laughs> I, you know, it was a, I, uh, you love when somebody makes an excuse, but I'm going to do it. Okay. I knew it was Spire, but when I was typing this thing up, I wrote down, I typed Steyr, and I'm looking at it, and I read it as Steyr, knowing it was Spire. I'm telling you, I'm groggy. How's Christian Bell? <laughs> yeah, let's trot that one out again. And, we rewind uh, and Spire Motorsports. Have you ever heard of them before this weekend? Yep. No. Apparently, they're a business. Uh, like a, in the uh, sports world, they go out and try to. I think they represent drivers. They represent they uh, companies. They try to put drivers, teams, and companies together in it's a like sponsorship a agency, right? team. Yeah, sponsorship team driver combo. They try to facilitate those things. 
And uh, and one of their clients was uh, Barney Visser from Furniture Row Racing, who had two NASCAR teams, therefore two NASCAR charters, franchises, if you will. Precious Folds up after last season. Uh, He has two charters to sell uh, and tells his buddies at Spire and Steyer Motorsports. Maybe he could get a bidding war going between (laughs) the two. Uh, Why don't you buy it? Offers to sell it to him for uh, relatively very cheap, considering – uh, by their by current uh, charter standard, six million dollars. But what are up. current charter standards? I, that's a good question because they keep saying six million dollars <laughs> is cheap. I don't know. Okay, so what is they it? They like said six million dollars is like flea market pricing. Yeah. They said so. I'm guessing a, if that's the case, a, a big time charter should be worth fifteen to thirty somewhere in that range. So a lot of people thought that uh, apparently the thinking was by some that they got it too cheap, too easily, and they're not really serious about fielding competitive cars. They're just more serious about keeping that charter for a couple of years, making their money back, and then selling it for oh. two or three times the price. But but your buddy, your new friend, uh, the team co-owner who was uh, uh, you know potty mouthing after the race the other day, he insists that is not the case. But you know what? This never fails. You know what? We'll see. Got it. How smart. about that? How we'll smart see. am I? Jeez. People hate hearing that because it means you got to show a little patience. <sighs> Who cares though? Let them do it there. I'm so tired. You know what I've noticed about you? It's like having Goblin here. Your shirt does not cover to all of your belly, but for entirely I'll take different it right re- off. But for entirely care. different reasons. Good. Well, we don't have Facebook Live today, so I I should be here in the swim trunks. Uh, you should. You really should. But back to the stupid. Th- I don't care. Stay in your lanes. I don't oh. care what they do. Yeah. Whatever. God. Sell it for a price. I hate okay. people. I hate them so much. All right. With that, we'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. Daytona Motor Mouse, Ken Willis, Zach Dean, the world's youngest angry old man. I'm angry, Goblin Kelly. Uh, this portion of the uh, award-winning broadcast is called You'll Get That Big Time Auto Racing. Uh, what you'll get from time to time is uh, what some people might dub a fluke victory. Uh, normally, it's there's three. There's really two. Up until this, there were two kinds. Uh, fuel mileage victory. Some would consider yeah. that a fuel uh, a fluke if somebody... Somebody who's a 15th place car, 10th or 15th place car. Chris they somehow Boucher. All the dominoes fall into place, and they're able to win a race on fuel mileage. Yeah. Uh, there is the range-shortened victory. Uh, well, you mentioned Chris Chris Busher, right, for the fuel mm-hmm. mileage. Ricky Rudd won a brickyard that way, I believe. Um, it's been done here. I think DW won his 500 that way, I believe. And I think Jeff Bodine won his 500 that way. But I might be mistaken. But I think on that I'm right. See, it's the long ago stuff. You. It's the long ago stuff I'm pretty good with. Yeah. <clears throat> they call you know, that, that really Spire. Is that what that? It is? Yeah. What's what are you that? looking at? I don't know. I'm just wandering. My eyes are wandering. <laughs> losing my attention. Uh, the other one is a range shortened, like Eric Almarola in the 400 a few yeah. years ago. Uh, somebody else. Didn't Austin Dillon win a range shortened race? Guys win range shortened races. And sometimes. It's a guy who, well, you know, this guy is one of the capable cars, you know, who could could have won the race anyway. Maybe he would have looked like he dominated anyway, but a lot of times it's not. So sometimes a rating shortened win, if it's somebody who you got a feeling wasn't going to have a chance to win the race yes, if right. it had gone the distance. Yeah. And then there's this one, which was lightning out, but it was, I don't even know where you categorize the Justin Haley thing because he... Just happened to look up and say, whoa, wait a minute. I'm the first car in line as they pulled us off the track 
because all the leaders pitted after the they, huge crash. They told, and then they told them one to go. So yeah, one to go. Yeah. They, so they get, all right, one to go, so we're going to pit real fast. And you be, you know, and when you come out of the pit, you'll be in the fifth row because there was only what, yeah, 15 there cars enough left. Car, yeah, <laughs> and there wasn't a whole lot of top contenders yeah. left for Kurt Busch and yeah. those other guys. He Kurt Jimmy Bush, Johnson. Had they restarted that race, Kurt Busch would have been back on the back within striking distance of the lead in one lap. Yeah. Oh, the Haley would Haley. not have had the lead by the time they got to section two twelve. I don't think, but and he knows that. I mean, there was a lot, a lot of higher priced cars behind him. So yeah, that was that's a whole new category for that. Uh, that think type about of everything win. that had all the all the perfect align aligning that had to happen just for Justin Haley to win this race. They had a big ass wreck. Yep, he had to be far enough back to miss it. And then they had to have NASCAR dupe Kurt Busch into pitting just so Justin <laughs> Haley could stay out. And you know, if it's going to happen to somebody, you know it's going to happen to one of the Bush brothers. Uh, of course, it's nobody's oh, God, fault. I wish it happened to Kyle. It was nobody's fault. You know, no, Kurt and his team did what they needed to do and what they should have done. And if NASCAR's got that lightning radar going off, they did what they had to do. So there's nobody's what Kyle fault. Bush would have said if that happened. Oh my goodness. It would have been hilarious. Well, Kurt did say, well, they could have run the race at 11 a.m., yeah. but again. But by the time we got, to, we got to talk to Kurt, it was already two hours past. I think he had four or five beers at that point, probably, <laughs> hoping that they weren't going back on a track, so he was a little more subdued. Uh, they weren't going to run the race at 11 because NBC didn't want to go up against Fox in the Women's World Cup, is yeah. my guess. I wish they And if they say they're going to run it at one, by God, you're going to run it at one because guess who funds your way of life? Yeah. Yeah, people, hey, TV rules everything. No kidding. They pay billions of dollars. Good Lord. Lord, if you had a sugar daddy that says, you know, Running the race. Take, off, take off your hat and dance on one foot, guess what you're going to do? Yeah. We're going to be calling you Hopalong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hatless Hopalong. Oh, for goodness sake. Um, oh, before we leave this segment, I thought, you know, we were since they don't have restrictor plates anymore, they have tapered spacers everywhere. Yeah. And yet the racing at Daytona and Talladega so far – Looks pretty much like it did during the restrictor plate era. So guys are still reflexively uh, uh, referring to it as plate racing, even though they're not plates. Someone referred to it. One yep. of the drivers said Plate racing. They race, still yeah. call it plate racing. I, I got I got you. I got the name. I thought of the name. Yeah. Perfect. Pack racing. Yeah. It's a pack race. Pack ra- yeah. So it's still pack racing. Plate race is a pack race. So it's just a pack so race. So are you going to start that track? I'm going to start it. Pack racing. And when you... Write it out, or you can just say R A C I N. That little stupid apostrophe over it. Stupid Racing? apostrophe. It's called the English language. No, it's yeah, I know you don't subscribe, but yeah. This coming from the guy who called it Steyr Motorsports. I, at least I spelled it right. <laughs> so anyway, pack racing. All right, pack All right, racing. That's it for you'll get that in big time auto racing, and uh, we got green white checkers coming up right after this. Ken Willis and uh, the world's youngest angry old man, Zach Dean, or Dean Zach. He goes either way. Dean Zach can work. Dean Zach. Uh, let's close this thing out with um, Jimmy Johnson got a third place finish. That's two weeks in a row. He's been in top five. All seven times back. <laughs> uh, how about Ricky Stenhouse in the 400? He was a stud again. He's he was going to be right there. I he even him. wrecked, and he was still going to be right he there. He is the best. I mean, he is a good little pack racer. Hey, See how I worked that, that in? That works well. See how I worked that good in? Good little pack racer. Good little pack racer. And it come, flows off a tongue nicely, it too. It does. Yes, it does. <laughs> so, anyway, Jimmy, uh, now Jim, I, don't, I didn't look at the points. He's he in was there. 14th. I know all, he went, he's up to th- all He four. had been at 17th, went up to 14th or 15th. Now he's 13th. All With four, a bullet. All four Hendrick Chevys would be in the playoffs I started today. Take that, who said Hendrick was on the way down. They're back. 
Mr. H is back. <laughs> He's got a 13th place car out there. Uh, you know what? That's a race Jimmy could have won, though. You know? Yeah. They're well, running out. He wouldn't have, but he could have. Could have? Yeah. Yeah, if he did what he did back in the Bush Clash. Do you think he's going to win? I, I think he's going to win for the years up. I didn't. I used to say that was crazy, but I think I think he's going to find a way to win one of these races. I hope he does. Yeah, that'd be cool. I hope he does. I think he's got to win again somewhere. I mean, this can't last forever, I don't think. I think but it's happened before. He wouldn't be the first guy who all of a sudden the spigot was turned off and it never turned back Richard on. Petty, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, no it's happened. To, yeah. And he raced for like, what, 10 more years without He raced for eight after while. 84 85, 92, eight more seasons yeah. after he got his 200th win. Seven, eight and a half, actually, because he won it mid-season, his 200th. Yeah. There you go. He used to say, the good Lord gave me 20 great years. I tried to take 30. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those It'd be days. nice to see him back at the track one of these days. <laughs> I haven't seen him all year. It makes me a little worried. The, the, a lot of people you don't see because they see you first, and you that's why you don't see way. him. Yeah, yeah uh, Hyundai. Why are we talking about that? Because uh, Scuttlebutt. You know Scuttlebutt. It's right yeah. there next. It's right uh, right alongside the pork in your Publix freezer. Yeah, Scuttlebutt. Okay. Bake it 375 for 30 minutes per pound. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have to let it rest for like five minutes? Scu- uh, you should always let it rest. Scuttlebutt is at a Hyundai. Is, uh, might be a new manufacturer starting in 21 because part of the reason for the Generation 7 stock car coming out in 21 is to uh, lure that and the new 550 horsepower restriction is to lure other manufacturers. Isn't that car supposed to be <clears throat> looking more like a street car? Well, they got to build one of those. Yeah, they got to build something that looks like a like a NASCAR stock car. I want them out there driving like my Kia Optima. I want I want oh, those cars. You know, years like ago that. when back when everything was pointing up and everything was everybody yeah. was you know back in oh three four five, and the truck series was big. You the know, Craftsman everybody. truck series. Yeah, right. <laughs> I used to say that you know everything NASCAR touched turned to gold, and I yeah. said they should do a uh, toy car series with the Beetle, the old oh. uh, the uh, the H two Cruiser or whatever it was. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And PT Cruiser, PT right? Cruiser, yeah. yeah. And uh, Steyr, <laughs> the, the, the Beetle, the Cruiser, and there was one other little toy car that was out there around that time that yeah. would have been cool. So man, they should start a toy car series, four cylinder. Running on mile and smaller tracks. We could do that. Could do that. Yeah. So Hyundai's coming. Run what you brung. Slap a number on the side of that beetle and go. I don't want on a Hyundai's boring. Don't want them. Next. Well, but they next could happen. Want die. But here's here's my here's want why Pontiac. here's why I bring it up. Pontiac, Pontiac, as Richard King Richard would say. Pontiac. That Pontiac was running like Jack the Bear. <laughs> Hyundai's a South Korean company. Now you know how angry a lot of the old NASCAR fans were when the. Toyota, Toyota came, came in, yeah. Japanese company. Now, a lot of people still, you know, fighting that fight, okay? The World War II fight. Yeah. And I don't blame them. I mean, I can understand. There's, We're I can allies say, of South Korea, though. So yeah, in good shape. that's my question. Would if it South was a North Korea, Korean company, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> that car would run backwards. <laughs> North Korea puts a car on the track. It's, uh, why is it going backwards? <laughs> it would look like the uh, Johnny Cash car from One Piece at a Time. One on the left and two on the right. Yeah, yeah. South Korean company. Yeah, been so we're they're they're our longtime allies. Yeah, you know, cool we them. we fought alongside them in, in the uh, the unfinished war. Yeah, we got to crank that one back up. I agree, it. it's getting so, boring. Yeah, yeah. So, um, would would NASCAR fans still do they lump 
all of Asia is Asia and just don't want any part of NASCAR it. NASCAR fans aren't smart. I wish to that. God, take that back. I wish to God my Uncle Bo was around. If he was still alive, I could ask him because he was my barometer on such things. You just felt like he had a good gauge on the common folk? Yeah, he, he knew NASCAR it. He had, a, he had the answer for everything. Yeah, yeah. he was smart about it. Well, how do you know it was right? Because Uncle Bo said it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never steered me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure enough. I'm not rooting for Hyundai. Okay. I'm a Chevy guy. Well, how's that? You don't drive one, do you? Hey, you want to know? Shut up. I don't. <laughs> I want to. Though. Yeah. This week was the first time Chevrolet has won back-to-back cup races since 2017. So you're, you count, you're, you're putting Justin Haley in the Chevy camp, are you? It's true. Last How time quickly did they jump on board, by the way? Their PR guys all of a sudden started interviewing them. Oh, they inter- yeah. had to introduce themselves to Justin Haley. <laughs> Last time they won uh, was in 2017 when Austin Dillon won the Coke 600 fuel mileage race. Yep. And Jimmy Johnson won at Dover, which was now still his last win. Well, I'll be darned. How about that for a that, – that's I saw that. You know what that I'm, is? I'm, that's a Larry Mack nugget. You right know what there. that is? What? That's a good way to close out this uh, podcast. Well, we didn't do our 14 minutes. We, had, we went way over, didn't I we? I think so. What's yeah, that? maybe a little – dang it. Didn't set a record. Chris, cut this up when you get a chance. <laughs> Ken Willis, Zach Dean, the world's uh, youngest angry old man. Godwin Kelly, uh, I, I assume, will return next week. You never know with him. He might like it up there in Cincinnati. And uh, until next week, thank you. I got to use a commode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.